Afternoons on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, we're not bringing him on to talk about Corona High's big win in the uh, first week of football season, although they did win. But Darren Urban from azcardinals.com, longtime writer, joins us on the program. Darren Burnsy's off, of course, so Tim Ring's filling in. How are you guys? Good. What's going on? Great, buddy. Yeah, I just had a little bit of uh, work to do today, but uh, yeah, we've, we've gotten past the uh, the heavy part, so I thought I'd join you. Big win for Corona in football, first week of the season. I don't know if you knew that, but they got their win. I did know. I'm, I'm surprised you don't have Jody on talking about that. Oh, yeah. I, what, does our son play for the team? He's a quarterback. Yeah, he's the starting quarterback. He's the starting quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I did not, I did not know that. Is, know he, is he a D1 prospect, Darren? Uh, I, I think they... Get, they've got some possibilities out there. I don't. I don't know about D one or not. I haven't paid that close of attention yet. But uh, I'm sure Jody could fill you in. Well, get All out right, of it, Urban. What kind of football writer are All right, you? Hang up with Darren and get Jody on right now, Mitch. Let's go. All right, let's 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 talk about this Cardinal roster. Cut down to 53 today. Any surprise cuts in your mind? Uh, I don't know if I necessarily say surprise. I mean. And and I'm, I know the Colt McCoy stuff has been talked to death already over the last 24 hours. I guess I was a little surprised with that. I, I understood why it happened, and I could you could kind of see a, that possibility coming. But at the same time, I would think that that would be kind of the biggest one. I mean, even the ones today, uh, whether it's like a Corey Clement or a Rashard Lawrence, those were guys that um, I, I kind of figured would be on the bubble and... So the the fact that they got cut, no, probably not a huge surprise. Now we'll we'll see what happens tomorrow. They got to put in the waiver claims by nine a.m. Arizona time in the morning uh, in terms of who they want, and then hopefully within the next hour or two after that, they'll know who they got awarded. And once they start getting awarded players, if there's a number of them, then obviously they're going to have to make some more cuts. Sure. And so we'll we'll see kind of where this goes from there. And I think they'll be aggressive, especially O line and secondary. I expect they'll be very aggressive there. Let's talk about the. Colt McCoy decision and whether that was a surprise because, I mean, it was clear through the practices that that I was at he wasn't that sharp. He wasn't throwing the ball down the field and in the preseason games, I think the same thing. So, I think anybody that's there on a regular basis, I mean, I think you could definitely make an argument that Clayton Toon was the better quarterback out of the two of them. Do you agree? I, I think probably. I mean, I don't think we necessarily got to see a ton of Colt McCoy in, in game action. I think you know, with the the elbow situation, I think he was he was trying to be smart about it too. Like if if he thought he was going into a regular season uh, playing football and thinking, okay, I need to make sure that I preserve myself for however long it's going to take until Kyler comes back. I think you know maybe he wanted to look at that a little bit too. But I I, I don't think Colt had the best training camp. That's probably true. Um, and you know, Clayton Toon's been up and down. I think I think the difference between the two of them in a lot of ways is is just the physical gifts right now Clayton Toon has being at the age that he is compared to where Colt McCoy is in his career. Yeah, you know, Darren uh, uh, Drew Stanton was was on the was on the air and he, he basically broke it down this way that they were comfortable talking about the coaching staff with Clayton Toon being the starter, they probably don't go out and make the trade for Joshua Dobbs. So do you see these next six practices as just a way to make sure that Dobbs is good enough in terms of his grasp of the offense uh, to take the keys week one against the commanders? If I had a guess right now, Tim, I would say, yeah, that's probably what 
the situation is. I mean, you don't want to be somewhere where you're you're letting go a guy that was just with you the entire off season and then just moving on from him uh, if you're not confident of the person that you're bringing in. And and right now the Cardinals only have two quarterbacks on the roster. Uh, you know, David Blau's gone as well. So. Um, I would anticipate that Dobbs is going to get a lot of opportunity here to show what he's got. And, you know, it, hopefully they're comfortable enough with Tune if it doesn't quite work the way they want with Dobbs. But you spent, you sent a fifth round pick out for a quarterback. He's, he's going to be in the mix for sure. Are you surprised that Blau did get released today, Darren? What do you think the thinking is there? I, I don't know if I necessarily am surprised. I mean, there's still a lot of teams that would want to, uh, have only two quarterbacks on the roster. I I wouldn't be surprised if they have a practice squad quarterback. Now, whether that's going to be David Blau and he might have some other opportunities to go other places to be on the practice squad or or somebody else, um, it doesn't shock me that there's only two would be only two quarterbacks. I think and at one point Gannon was asked if he was going to keep three quarterbacks, and he said no, it could be two. We'll we'll see on that. So um, I, obviously, there's going to be a, pra- a practice squad quarterback at this point. Yeah, but, Jeff Driscoll is what I'm hearing. Practice well, squad. Yeah. So like I, I would say that at this point you're still pointing towards okay, eventually Kyler Murray comes back, and then you have three quarterbacks on the roster at that point. Is it absurd? Because I, I we and me and Tim have talked about this over the last two days the amount of people that are coming out saying Kyler Murray may miss the whole season and not play I just that makes no sense to me it's in the Cardinals best interest it's in Kyler's best interest for him to go play it may he may not be ready for the first four weeks we get that but I can't imagine that he wouldn't be ready at some point this season I agree with you I mean I've had some people talk to me and suggest like okay if Kyler isn't ready until week seven, week eight, and this team, it's gotten sideways for this team. Is he going to want to come back out there? I would agree with you. I think I think for both parties, it's important for Kyler to get back out there and play this season. Um, and, and hopefully that can happen. And, and it's just, it's going to be interesting to see how this season plays out before that can happen and how long it takes Kyler to get out there. Cause it also doesn't make a whole lot of sense for Kyler to rush out there if he's not ready. He had a very serious knee injury. And I know a lot of people are like, well, wait, he's starting on pop. That, that seems odd to me. Well, you know, we're, we're not, I think we're what a little short of nine months of, of where he injured himself and, and, Nine months is like the very beginning part of like when a guy could come back, and it's also going to be different for a quarterback who could run all around the place and 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 be able to do things with his legs as opposed to maybe another position. So it does not surprise me that Kyler isn't quite ready yet, and we'll have to see when he is back on the field what exactly how that plays out from there. Yeah, and it's what's interesting about it there, and there's there's other components, right? Because Michael Lombardi obviously made news today on the Pat McAfee show, and he was talking about how. You might want to sit Kyler Murray because you don't want to, if he gets injured again, you don't want to lock yourself into 92 million guaranteed. So, like, that's not even a football decision Lombardi's talking about. That's a financial decision and kind of covering your own, you know what decision. So, there's that element. There's the element of how good the football team is. There's the element of where the knee is. Also, Kyler Murray, we know he has a strong camp with Eric Burkhart and a father that's heavily involved. So there's a lot of components. And Kyler himself, what does he want to do? And then what does Jonathan Gannon want Kyler to do and Monty want Kyler to do? So there's like this witch's brew of decisions that are going to be need to be made, I guess, in October, maybe maybe early November, but probably October. And i got to tell you, I don't have a good feel for which way it's going to go in any direction here. I think that's fair. I, I will say this. I, I think Kyler Murray lives to play football, and I do think he wants to get back on the field. Now, obviously, things can impact that, and, and 
alter his his thought process, whether it's his camp or or where the season might be going or or you know where his rehab is going, all of those things. But I think down deep, Kyler Murray wants to play football, and uh, so I, I do think he's going to make every effort to get back out there, and and we'll see because just for all the same reasons you just brought up, Tim, there are other things involved in this whole discussion. But going back to what Gambo said. I do think it is in both the team's best interest and Kyler Murray's best interest to be able to see him in some game action this year. Yeah, I think Darren, we all agree on that. Darren Urban from azcardinals.com joins us. Let's let's talk running back. They 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 did sign Marlon Mack obviously toward the the Achilles out for the year. Corey Clement does not make the 53-man roster. DeMarcado does. Keontae Ingram looked okay when he got an opportunity to play, looked pretty good. Do you think that running back is set, or do you think that the waiver wire could have them searching for another running back? I will be surprised if they don't get a running back on the waiver wire. I I, I could be off on that, but I, I I would think that they would try and get another running back in here. Um, and and maybe, maybe it'll just be on the practice squad, but I would think that you would want more than three running backs active uh, just because of the pounding that position takes and the possibility of injuries in a game I would think you'd want another guy yeah and Keontae I, I was impressed with when he finally got to play I was impressed with him he was a you know a draft pick last year at a USC he's got a lot of talent he might be able to be the number two guy behind James Conner yeah I, I thought Ingram looked really good when he was running the ball I think some of what Ingram's got a prove is is the the non running the ball stuff is like the pass protection and and catching the ball out of the backfield and and the pass protection probably would would lean heavier on that you've got to be able to do that when you're a running back in this league and so those are the kinds of things i think as a young running back you try you get you got to try and improve upon all right darren always appreciate the time thanks for catching up with us and i'm sure we'll chat soon thanks guys